All right, all right, all right. Good afternoon. How's everybody doing? This is Justin Spear with the Team Spear Media Experience. I wanted to give you a shout out. And it's almost Christmas. Merry Christmas. Have a great day. Happy holidays. All that good fun stuff. Uh, if that's not what you say, I'm so sorry and I don't really care. Um, I, you know, if you, if you do have another religion, I care. And that's okay if you don't say Merry Christmas. But I hope it doesn't offend you that I do. I am certainly not offended that you are having a happy Hanukkah or happy Kwanzaa or you just don't celebrate or believe in it at all. And that is okay. From the Team Sphere Media experience to you, you celebrate whatever the hell you want to. Uh, just want to give a shout out. This is the episode of why I want to work with entrepreneurs why I do what I do. This is my why, and I hope it helps you episode. And uh, this is my why and why I hope it helps you. So, you know, I've talked about it before. I get on here. I do database reactivation. Um, Just had a great podcast with a guy named Jay Smith uh, out of Los Angeles. You know, he got to talking about, you know, what is it that you exactly do? Well, help entrepreneurs um, in the fitness industry grow their gyms and their memberships. I've just partnered with another company to actually help him in another way and bring in somebody that can help them with operations, facilitate equipment, um, maintenance, security, anything that the gym really needs. So we are going in full on ready to operate under that with with my company and, and another company that I've partnered with. And what I really want to do is help as many gyms, entrepreneurs as possible. Well, why, you ask? One, I love the fitness industry. Always have. Probably always will. You know, it is the industry that I've I've chosen to just sink my hooks into. Um, Here's what I know is fitness, and here's the other side of things I know is is really restaurants. And uh, that's the type of entrepreneur I am. Um, You know, I was a general manager in restaurants. Many of you know, all all, uh, 13 of my listeners know that you know, I managed restaurants for a lot of years, you know, was with several different companies, uh, started out, you know, as a kid, I was with Outback, you know, I worked with Outback, Chili's, Carabas, Papado, um, Piatto, let's see, Genghis Grill, Cheddar's, P.F. Chang's, uh, Fielding's, So you name it, I've worked with them. I'm about to start consulting for a restaurant that we're going to start building in the woodlands. And uh, it's going to be kind of like a MyFitFoods, have some some prepped healthy meals for you guys out in the woodlands. So anybody out there, give us a shout. You want to talk about it? You know, I'm going to be talking about it over the next little bit, you know, next few months while we get this thing going. This is just one of my projects for, uh, you know, my businesses. And I want to help more businesses like this. And I'm honored to help these guys. Like, it really is an honor. I'm, I'm glad to work with these guys and get out here and start this with them. So my why is uh, helping as many entrepreneurs as possible. Why and getting out here is because I think it's not just that the world, one, needs more entrepreneurs. I think it does. I think everybody benefits from a, a business at home. Um, everybody benefits when you're not just feeding the corporations anymore. It's just not like it, it used to be. And I don't want to get into all the conspiracy theory crap. Uh, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about logistical economics, logistical basics, um, logistical financial education, 
and awareness you know and truthfully right now you just if to be financially aware out there you have to understand that the inflation is going to kill your savings um your 401k is going to get murdered by inflation and you need to have a different kind of plan and most of the time uh, the 40 year 50 year jobs or the careers that used to be out there they no longer exist there are no company plans to keep people for that long anymore and the trajectory of you know, here's what changed my management career for a restaurant manager. I sat down with a guy who was a very talented area director. He was young like me. He was hungry. I mean, I, I really, you know, enjoyed working with this guy. And he sat down and he said, the lifespan of an area manager is about two years out of place right now. And I said, I just can't live with that. I don't want to go work for a corporation or a company and devote two years of my life to being so committed and then just have to move on to it. And he said, that is just the industry standard. And I knew right then that, you know, going that ladder and that route for me was not going to work. So it just wasn't going to work. Now, are there companies out there where you could take the path? Yes. I worked with Papa John's Houston under their umbrella with Genghis Grill. And I'm telling you right now, that is one of the greatest companies. I wish I knew what I had when I worked with those guys. Uh, you know, my hat's off to Keith Sullins. You know, uh, I used to work with a guy named Terry Sutton, who's my vice president, and, uh, you know, in charge of operations. And these guys, Ben Rush, um, you know, a guy named Cambo Nelson, you know, Clinton Nelson is his real name, but he goes by Cambo, Cambo Nelson. These guys are awesome. And what I didn't realize is how great they were. One, how talented they were. You know, I did not respect the talent that I was working with at that company. And I lost an opportunity to have a trajectory where I could have had a 40-year career path and stayed with one company. Now, what I'm telling you is those are rare. And those guys cared and still probably care to this day about their people, their teams, their families, all in the same manner. And I, it, it is rare. I did not, like I said, it, I did not understand how rare that is these days. So to have that out there and to have that really rare, you know, camaraderie, the team, the building, the learning, I learned so much from the people at that company, probably more than any company. And I went into some really fine dining and I'm not saying culinary style technique, anything like that. I'm talking straight man to man, woman to woman, man to woman type management in the trenches situations where you are having to learn and really get better. I'm talking about the hard stuff, guys. Like really learning how to operate, run, and manage a restaurant and manage people and manage yourself as a manager to the point of you are driving profit, cash flow, and retaining employees and getting better every day, okay? And I didn't, ex I didn't respect the level that I was working with at that place because I went on to other places um, and I just didn't receive that. I will tell you the only other company that I think that was in their category was P.F. Chang's. Um, P.F. Chang's, I worked with a guy named Rick Valley. Rick Valley out of Dallas, uh, he's in charge of the Woodlands location, and I'm talking, man, that guy's amazing, okay? Um, everybody I worked with at P.F. Chang's, I had a chef named Jaime. Chef Jaime was the greatest chef to work with with an executive. Same thing. Uh, I had a general manager, Josh, at P.F. Chang's in the Woodlands. These guys were so talented and incredibly professional, just really the guys you want to show up and work with. Okay, you want to learn from, you want to be like. Now, PF Chang's was a little different. I had some personal stuff going on in my life, and it's just an excuse. 
Don't make a mistake and think that that is not an excuse. That is a freaking excuse, and it is unacceptable. I should have stood my ground. I should have known where I was, and I should have respected the talent that I was working with, and I should have stepped my game up and got my head out of my ass and really did what I was supposed to to stick with that company. Same thing for Papa John's Houston at Genghis Grill. Okay? Neither of those companies did anything to lose me. I walked away from a great opportunity. Now... What I'm trying to do is to help companies and to help professionals meet in the, in the restaurant industry and meet in the fitness industry and not do those things, not make those mistakes, not do the things I did, not make the mistakes I did and not have the same problems that I had. Okay. Uh, so this is really where I'm sitting with all of this and this is why I'm on the podcast is why I'm trying to help companies. This is what I'm trying to give as a bonus. When I go out and tell you, you know, I'm a marketing guy, you know, you can't go market bad business. The worst thing you can do is go advertise bad service, bad business, bad product. And uh, I want to change what we offer and I want to change how we offer it. And I want to help you fix your labor problem. There's not a labor problem. Okay. There's a mentality about it problem. And I can help you with it. And I want to. I think I owe it to people. Um, I never had very many people that worked for me that stuck with me that said they would, they would rather work for anybody else. I've had people follow me to restaurants, to different companies, to different companies. Um, I love people and I love taking care of them and I love doing it in that environment. I think restaurant and gyms and fitness are so similar because you have so many factors. You have so many factors that are similar. And this is the why. Okay, this is really the why. The, your dreams and your DNA are intertwined with what your passion and your, you're supposed to do. Your, you know, your, uh, how do you say it? You know, your calling is what you're made for. Your job is what you're paid for. And there's a difference. And I think the greatest people in life find a way to intertwine the two. I think the people that offer society, people, business, the people around them, their families, the most they can offer and be the best versions of themselves is when they learn how to intertwine the two and bring the two together. And when they do that, there's something different that happens. So when you can intertwine, you know, the most passionate people are the people that I found and they had just an, an enormous amount of passion for what they did. They had an enormous amount of passion for the company they worked for. They had an enormous amount of passion for the, the food that we brought to the table, the service that we provided. And I loved it because that was when I was my happiest as a general manager is when I was providing and, and super proud of that same exact service, that same exact food that they were proud of. That's when I loved it the most. Uh, we were just a shining star just working the blueprint the right way. So I think when you get in and you go back to management and here's my technique is I work for you. And as a general manager and owner of VP and a CEO, you work for them. And when we get that in the heads of everybody that we really work for them, the, the whole game changes. Imagine if I could come into your place and I change the game with we work for you. How can we help you be better? You are the most important thing in our restaurant. And I've never had a better asset than the people I'm looking at right now. That's what I'm going to bring into your company. That's what I'm going to bring into your culture. That's my ultimate why. Because what better a place? What better thing to do? We need more companies that have a culture like that. 
we need more employees that go to work and feel like that. How, how fast could we change that 80% of the people don't enjoy what they do if we could go to companies and the companies realize that they really work for them and they provided that level of service? Richard Branson is not successful only because of his genius. Richard Branson is successful because he figured out the formula. He's figured out the formula that the most important thing is for me to take great care of my employees and my employees will take great care of my customers and businesses. And that's a direct quote from him. I mean, and the guy's a billionaire and say whatever he wants about going to space or anything like that. If I had his money, I'd go to space too. Um, You got to have respect for a guy like that. I don't care what you say. So... The, the more people out there that are opening a business, become millionaires, do the best things, the more people that can help the greater good, the more people that can help charities, the more people that can give to the poor, the more people that can offer jobs, the more people that can, you know, what if we go in and we provide to just everybody in some low poverty situation? It doesn't matter. And we start to build a way for them to become an entrepreneur that can provide them a $2,000 to $2,500 a month to start out pay to really change their life. What if we could do that? What if that's the goal? What if that's the real goal? Is to go provide those types of solutions without needing the big corporations and having to go through. It sucks. I don't know what kind of corporation or whoever needs to hear it. But, you know, as a CEO, you get two-year contracts where you have, you know, no compete clauses. And it's okay. You go home. The CEOs go home. They sit at home for two years and they're well paid. It's compensated. It's part of their package. Okay. As an employee, if your employees were to go home and sit for two years, there is no compensation package and they will die, suffer, lose their homes, their families will starve. And I know it's dramatic, but that's the truth of it. They have to work day to day and we have to change the situation. It cannot be so drastic. I'm not saying the rich can't be rich. I'm saying the rich don't need to be so rich and the poor don't need to be so poor. And you can't keep attacking the rich and blaming them for anything. You can't blame smart people for being smart and making money and being creative and being good at business. That's not how this is going to get fixed. How we fix it and how we help is to reach down and pull people up from their bootstraps and say, hey, this is how you help yourself. These are the opportunities in front of you. How many people can I go out and help today? How many businesses can I change? How many businesses can I help stay open so they can provide jobs and they can provide opportunities? How many entrepreneurs can I provide opportunities for so they can provide change to the world around them and the communities they serve? This has to be the mindset. When this becomes the mindset, the success of business changes and, you know, Everybody wants to say we should be operating businesses and as entrepreneurs in a blockchain type format where it's not so integral that we rely on the ultimate corporations that make us the money and we get the table scraps as entrepreneurs. That's not how it should operate. We as entrepreneurs should take a hold of the country that we provide most of the economic stimulation for and we need to take a hold of it quickly we need to take a hold of it really really solid in a solid manner and form a strong path that you know it's really the big corporations don't run the country they don't power it it's the small businesses that do we rely on the big corporations because they've set it up that way but there is a way to change things there's a way to do it and we have to help more people be successful we have to stop living in a scarcity mindset we have to stop living to where it's to not help the person around you succeed because you're so scared that they're going to keep you from succeeding yourself and the minute that changes 
The minute that we accept that, the minute that businesses grow from that, the minute that everything is about helping the person be better and the, giving the best version of that business, the best version of that person, the best version of that boss, the best version of that employee, if that's making them a partner or making them, a, you know, however you profit, but it, ha- it needs to be a good deal for everybody, not just a good deal for one side. And I understand some people are going to not be ob- obligated or motivated to do better. That's fine. But you cannot continue to create a public system that is derived on the 10% of the society that doesn't want to do better. Because there's another 10% that's just a one, you know, they want to be elite. And there's the 80% that want to do well and survive and provide a good life and have some balance. And we need to accept all sides. And we need to create something that works for everybody. You know, and it can't be, uh, it has to stop being a racial thing. It has to stop being a poverty thing. It has to stop being a geographical location thing. It needs to start being a global thing. It needs to start being a humanity thing. At what point do we realize that there is no one coming to save us, that we have to save ourselves, and we have to stop letting the big corporations take over the planet because they are ruining it? And the greatest things come from the small entrepreneurs, the ideas, and the the creation, imagination, innovation, invention that they come up with that betters humanity and society. And I know some of this sounds out there. It's out there a little bit. It's crazy. But this is the why of why I want to help entrepreneurs, why I want to help fitness. People are like, why fitness? What's your passion with fitness? I think you have to be physically able to be in this, to do it. I think to be physically strong, you have to be mentally strong. And to be mentally strong, you have to be physically strong. And to be physically and mentally strong, you got to be spiritually strong. I think it requires all of it. And I think that if I didn't have fitness come into my life 12 years ago, I'd be dead right now. Or I'd be as close as you get to, you know, the walking dead as you get without being a zombie. I was overweight. I wasn't doing well. I wasn't, I wasn't well mentally. I wasn't well physically. And I wasn't well spiritually. And I think that, that I had to align all three to get better. And I think that that has to be your journey if that's your choice. You know, but it helped me. And so if you if we can get back to providing a fitness solution, a physical solution to help with the much needed emotional and mental solution, that it's a step. It's not the only step. It's one step in the right direction. And uh, that's the why. I want to help as many entrepreneurs, as many fitness professionals, get as many people back to their gyms back to working out, back to boxing, back to kickboxing, back to doing yoga, back to doing Pilates, back to weightlifting, back to powerlifting, back to running, back to CrossFit, back to elite CrossFit, back to ultra training, because it's better for all of us. It's better for all of us. The, the more good will come from it, I promise. And I'm a true believer of that. And that's my why. That's why I'm out here fighting every day. That's why I'm struggling so hard to help so many people do better and be better and become better 
And this is this is what I got to do, man. I mean, and, and I hope as many people will join me as possible. Uh, this is Justin Spear from the Team Spear Media Experience. I know this was kind of long. I hope you stuck with me. If you did, I love you. Thank you so much. I hope this helps as many people as possible. I want to help your business grow. I want to help your fitness business grow. I want to help your Pilates studio grow. I want to help your yoga studio grow. I want to help your martial arts studio grow. I want to help your boxing studio grow. I want to help your gym, your micro gym. I don't care what it is. I want to get people in. I don't want to niche down to one fitness style because I want to help as many fitness people go to whatever they feel open to that helps them be better, feel better, and offer the best versions of themselves to people. So Justin Spear, Team Spear Media, teamspearmedia at gmail.com, teamspearmedia.com is my website. You can give me a shout. I'm on Facebook. Team Spear Media on Facebook. I'm at Team Spear Media on Instagram. Uh, Team Spear Media business page on LinkedIn. Give me a shout, man. Send me a message. Say what's up. I don't care. I love you guys. I hope you have a good one. I'm wishing you the best. It's uh, two days till Christmas, man, and, and it's game on, all right? Who wants to go into 2022 just killing it? If you do, give me a shout. Let's collaborate. Let's talk. Let's make some money. Let's do better for everybody. Y'all have a great, great and Merry Christmas. Have a great rest of your Thursday. I wish you guys the best. Thank you so much for listening. Please give me a review. Rate this. Share it. Send it to your friends. Send it to a text message. Send it to a business. Send it to a gym. Send it to anybody you know that owns a, any studio that I've named in this. Please send it to them. I wish I could help them. I hope I can help them. If I can't help them, I will give them an honest conversation that I cannot help them. But I think that I can. I really, really, really think that I can offer you solutions that are going to help you grow and be better. And uh, this is Justin, man. I wish you the best. You guys have a good one. I love you so much. Y'all have N21. End it strong. End it surrounded by the people you love. Tell them how you feel. Have a great day. I wish you the best. All right? I really do. I wish you the best. Y'all have a good one.